Welcome to Garage Talk with your host, EBK, and I'm going to talk to you about a few things today that are driving me up the wall and maybe you as a Canadian are fed up with. I am just an average Canadian and this is why this podcast is called Garage Talk. I'm talking to you from my garage and I'm going to tell you as an average Canadian the things I'm seeing and the things that are shocking and appalling and disgusting in our society in Canada today. So what I'm going to start off with is this. Let me show you or I should say let me read to you this. This week, the Liberal parties, or the the federal Liberals, handed out $12 million in corporate welfare to Loblaws. It's an organization that had an operating profit of $2.5 billion in 2018. The money was earmarked for the purchase of new eco-friendly refrigerators. You got it, people. Eco-friendly refrigerators. Once again, I'm going to tell you this. This is how the Liberals work. Everything that has to do with the appearance of being eco-friendly, the appearance of supposedly looking after the environment, supposedly caring for the earth, Mother Earth, all this rhetoric that they use is solely to put different people in their back pockets. People who are known for being hypocritical, for known for being corrupt and deceptive. Now let me tell you why I'm saying that. You see, Loblaws was dinged nearly $400,000 for using a Barbadian bank to avoid paying Canadian taxes. And in 2017, the company was given immunity after they rolled over on their co-conspirators for their part in a price-fixing scheme that artificially raised the price of bread for over 15 years. That's right, Loblaws rolled over on their co-conspirator and so they got away with it. 15 years they robbed from Canadians. 15 years they stole from Canadians. They did a price fixing and they should be ashamed of themselves. They should be shunned for their behavior and what they've done to Canadians. But guess what the Liberal Party does? They reward them. You see, because two... F- <laughs> oh, I, I don't know how many times I'm going to say this, but... You're going to have people who don't mind lying, don't mind stealing, don't mind cheating, don't mind doing anything possible for the bottom dollar. You better believe those people are going to love each other. They're going to love each other if it's profitable. And here you have the uh, you have the Liberal Party jumping in and saying, "We'll reward you as long as you reward us down the road." And that is the direction that Loblaws took, that's the direction that the Liberals took, and again, another scandal comes out, and these crazy Liberals go on rewarding evil, rewarding deceptive tactics, resorting resorting to whatever it takes to get people to follow them and do what they say and demand. That is the Liberal Party. That is what we're currently facing in Canada. And as many Canadians should and ought to do, we should stand for truth. I don't care if you're conserva- conservative, liberal, NDP, Green Party, whatever you may be, you need to start saying what is paramount, what is most important for all Canadians. And I'll tell you, 
I'll lay it out for you. Canadians ought to demand and love and embrace truth over anything else because where truth is involved, sobriety of mind is rewarded and encouraged. But we don't have that in Canada. What we have is a liberal party that is radicalized, that is extreme in its views, and they will do whatever it takes to shun you, silence you, disparage you, crush you, break you. That's the Liberal Party. Why am I even saying that? Because we see the evidence of this time and time again. SNC scandal. Prostitutes are used. Wow. You would think back in the day this would have been the deal breaker for Canadians to even let the Liberals ever speak again. But no, they're still in power and there are people out there who are crazy and dumb enough who believe that Justin Trudeau is the most amazing guy on earth. See, that's radicalization. Because what happens is when you have people radicalized, they will not question a single thing. They don't care what you say, how you say it, and no matter how many facts you use, they will put you in a little box of Scientology, stick you in a little corner, and say a, a dis... They'll call you whatever name they want to put and they'll label it on the box and they'll stick you in that corner and they'll keep you quiet. That is the Liberal Party today. That's fascism. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's extremism. And that is the Liberal Party. That is where we are today, people. Uh, I'm going to talk to you about a few other things and let you know what is really going on. This is going to be a short podcast because I want you to be able to just hear it, take it for what it's worth, and then carry on. I'm going to talk to you about global warming. Now, this is another issue I have with the Liberal Party. There are so many issues. I could go all day, but here's a huge one. Did you notice, now many people might not know about this, but did you notice that the Liberal Party instantly, as the SNC scandal is getting to its height, which I'm hoping actually will or its precipice, I'm hoping it'll continue to escalate further. The Conservative Party has been challenging the Liberals time and time again. And here you, ha here you have Justin Trudeau saying, we need to be talking about global warming. We need to talk about the sky is falling. We need to talk about destruction of planet Earth. We need to start, you know, loosely paraphrasing, of course, but this is where the Liberal Party's at. They want you to believe the world is going to be destroyed in days, maybe years. But you know what's ironic is that they all buy oceanfront property. You have Obama doing this. You have Justin Trudeau's got a lakefront property. $38 million worth of renovations. That's called corruption. And you have all these major people who are proponents to uh, the seriousness of global warming and yet they're buying oceanfront properties. That tells you what they really believe. What they believe is money. They don't believe what's actually happening. The earth is going under cyclical changes. This has been going on since the dawn of time. It's the way the earth purifies itself. It's the way that the earth goes about its ways. And these are called seasons. The earth warms, it cools, it warms, it cools. Right now, more, more than ever, the the Arctic ice is growing. NASA has admitted it, and uh, yet here we are. We have a crazy leftist liberal 
not who's going on talking about global warming because why because it fits the narrative for basically handcuffing Canadians to a tax this is for manipulative purposes people if you want to talk about real issues that are concerning can Canadians real issues about pollution would you not be addressing China would you not be addressing the fact that they are the greatest offense on earth when it comes to pollution uh, would we not be addressing plastics in our environment uh, the fact that plastics are being used for everything in the stores you name it everything's being wrapped covered and whatever uh, for food processes you name it plastic is being used why not address that why not address the fact that plastic is not good for the environment because there's huge money to be made in plastics there's huge money to be made and of course the liberals wouldn't speak about that and of course the liberals will disparage Alberta for their oil disparage any Canadian possible because the liberals are about Saudi oil the liberals are about uh, Islam the liberals are about uh, following an extremist radical ideology and you know to put that in context Justin Trudeau went to a, a mosque in Toronto where the Imam literally called for a genocide of the Jews wanting them to be put in body bags and that he would rejoice over it but of course you know Justin Trudeau shows up instantly to uh, bring solidarity for the Muslims because the Muslim the Muslims are for Justin Trudeau because Justin Trudeau is for himself. And so you have two different ideologies that are going in totally different directions. But the left have this propensity to say, hey, if you're for me, I will take you along. And it doesn't matter what your ideology is. That is what the Liberal Party's at. And this is why we should be concerned as Canadians. And we should also be concerned the fact that the Liberal Party plays political correctness, that they disparage anyone who disagrees with them using healthy concepts of wisdom, using logic. How dare you use logic? That's the Liberal Party. And they will disparage you. They will cut you down. They will crush you. They're divisive. The Liberal Party has no problem shaming any Canadian. I don't care if it's a veteran in their minds. They don't care if you're a veteran. They'll call you an, an Islamophobic, crazy, whatever. They'll disparage you on the spot because you are not supporting them. That is the issues. talk with your host EVK we are going to be talking about again the scandals that are happening with the Liberal Party and the ousting of female liberal uh, representatives because they just aren't towing the party line they aren't listening to the Liberal Party and Justin Trudeau who so happens to say he's a globe uh, a feminist when in fact he is a globalist 
So let's get down to it. I'm going to talk to you guys about different things that are happening. Today, I just so happened to be looking at a few things that just blew my mind. And I think it is paramount that we begin to talk about these things and address these things and speak out about these very things. Now, some people may think this is pretty crazy, but a convicted terrorist, that's right, convicted terrorist, Omar Kadar, was invited to a CBC show. Now, this in itself is absolutely disgusting and repugnant. Why anybody would want to invite a terrorist who killed an American and more than gladly went out to uh, persecute Christians as well as anyone who just doesn't agree with their ideology, the amount of killing, the decapitations, you name it, um, this guy was a part of it. In fact, he created IEDs and you, you've got to be thinking to yourself, I mean, this guy had uh, a decapitated hand on a rope and he was parading it around like it was his birthday. And yet, here is this guy now who's been rewarded by Canada with this huge amount of money, 10 point some odd million dollars, and he is considered by CBC a hero. If anyone in their right mind who lives in Canada who isn't being brainwashed by the amount of fake news that's out there, you've got to understand that this is simple. You are rewarding evil with supposed good. You're saying, yeah, okay, so you killed people, so you did it for the sake of, of going against Canada, going against freedom, democracy, etc. But we're going to reward you. We're going to reward you with a lot of money. And then after, once you get out, we're going we're going to gladly bring you on TV shows and parade you around like a super awesome hero. I mean, this is so beyond disgusting and repugnant why anybody would stand in defense of this. But of course, I have debated numerous times online with many um, over-the-top extreme liberals who I believe, in my opinion, have become extremists. And they defend this. They say, well, Stephen Harper's the one that did this. Stephen Harper's the one that's involved in this. Stephen Harper had this. You know, that's giving half-truths and that's giving, uh, it's being very disingenuous because when you know the context of what really happened, you start to really understand what's at play here. And what's really at play here is globalism. What we have going on here is something of a horrendous debacle. And uh, it's being perpetrated as this altruistic, righteous thing that, hey, we're above everybody else in the world. We know how to reform ISIS people. We know how to be the most loving and agreeing and the most welcoming uh, individuals on the planet Earth. Well, you know, that failed miserably when Hitler, when Hitler, uh, I mean, sorry, when Germany decided to welcome Islamic people in droves instead of trying to understand that potentially many will not um, basically learn to adapt to the culture, uh, learn to uh, embrace new culture behaviors, etc. 
and all the while keeping some of their own culture. But what instead happens is, often is the case, is that Islam it becomes very sub, uh, subjugative and, and it becomes a dominant uh, extremist voice. And this is not to say that all Islamic people are evil. Now that's an absurd statement. Uh, every human being has the potential for doing something evil. But as a collective group, uh, Islam has been extremely dangerous and it has a propensity to want to go extreme. And what's odd is that if you look in every single country where there has been uh, extremism, where there has been persecution, you will see Islam on the side of that dominating persecution. Why? It's because the Quran clearly speaks of sub subjugating others, making them pay the tax, and then also causing harm. I know people personally who have been, who refused to become, uh, who were Christian, who used to be Muslim, and they were called infidels, and they were raped, they were abused, they were beaten, and humiliated. And uh, this is something that has been going on and on and on in these countries. But for some reason, in Western culture, we try to pontificate and we try to say, hey, we're above all this, and we can change people. We can make a difference. We can, we can do so many amazing things. We need to accept every culture and every human being. Well, you know what? The ideology or the concept should be really simple. Accept the human but refuse to accept the evil that may be underlining if it is there to cause subversive behavior. You see, Sharia law is extremely subversive and in fact it is against, directly against democracy. So why anybody would allow the uh, Sharia law in any form of any little direction it is going. We see it in the States, we have cultural jihad going on, we have it in, in Canada, it is being pushed ad nauseum. And the false narratives, people are getting tired of it. People are getting tired of these narratives that imply or suggest that, hey look, we're just peaceable people. Why do people keep victimizing us? Why do people come after us? Why do this, this shtick or this storyline narrative of being victimized is getting old because the facts are in, the numbers are in, Christians are the most persecuted people on the face of the earth right now. It's at its all-time high. Christians are being killed all over the world. In fact, we can even go to Sri Lanka and we can see the absolute barbarism that has happened and yet the controlled narrative uh, that's trying to be given out to the masses through CBC and many others is that hey 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 you know look this is this is an isolated event this is this this is this but you know it after a while it doesn't work because the numbers are in you're seeing Islamic groups and we're talking about a minority in Sri Lanka that went out and attacked another minority and used weapons, used bombs, and killed innocent children. That's over 20 innocent children who are worshipping at a church. And then of course we have numerous adults that were killed. It was huge. It was a massacre. And yet here we're being told 
that somehow, hey, 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 you know, look, this is a rare incident. No, this is something that's been is boiling up over and over and over all across the world because there is a belief in the Quran that um, they need to usher in the Messiah, their Messiah or their Imam or their final Imam. And that person that they believe they're going to usher in, they don't, it doesn't matter how you usher it in as long as you do. And that could be through persecution, that could be through death, violence, because you see the Quran or the Quran uh, implies this and encourages this. There are ad nauseum of verses that discuss this. But remember that as for me as a conservative, as a, as a Christian as well, I want people to know that you've got to separate the ideology from the person in one way. And the fact is this, is that God loves every single human being. God loves every human. But we also have to put in context that some people, their sole intention and purposeful uh, aggression towards the innocent should never, 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 ever be tolerated. And yet, we have this narrative in Canada through the fake news, which is just as bad as CNN. And by the way, their uh, viewing numbers have tanked miserably in the States. It is so bad because people are tired of this fake narrative. And here we are in Canada and we're all starting to wake up and we're starting to say, what the heck's going on? Why is everything going up? Why is the prices going up? Why is it that we are seeing time and time again violence occurring to Canadians, violence happening around the world, and everything being silenced, being put in a little box with a fake narrative. And we're supposed to just hook, line, and sinker, buy this, agree with it, and carry on. Well, let me tell you, number one, the liberals are so corrupt that they decided that they're gonna fire the people investigating the corruption with the liberals. And not only that, they're going to replace the prosecution so that they can get away with any crime, anytime, anywhere. So Justin Trudeau is telling the Canadian people he owns the justice system and you can't do anything about it because that's how globalists think. They're extremely elite, they believe they have all the connections, and nothing can change that. In fact, Justin Trudeau said this, the very concept of a nation founded by European settlers is offensive to me. Old stock white Canadians are an unpleasant relic, and quite frankly, a replaceable. And sorry, quite frankly, replaceable. And we will replace them. That's Justin Trudeau's statement. That is a war against this type and this group of people. Now, if you just switch those words around, if you were to take European out of it and Canadians out of it, let's just change the wording and let's state it for what is the intention. And you'll, you'll get what I'm saying in a second here. It says, the very concept of a nation founded by Jewish settlers is offensive to me. Old stock white, Jews are an unpleasant relic and quite frankly replaceable and we will replace them. Now when you see it in that kind of a context you start to see wait a minute this is extremism this is a form of extremism and that is what Justin Trudeau is and that's what the Liberal Party has become. They've morphed in uh, they were voted in supposedly voted in 
which we can go even deeper and say that Soros was involved and tampered with the voting process, inspired and colluded and corrupted uh, and influenced politics. And he played extremely dirty, put tons of money into Canada, and Justin Trudeau had no problem going with pay for play with the Clinton Foundation, and then put all this through, and guess what? Amazingly enough, Justin Trudeau gets in. And then when he gets in, instantly he wages war on Canadians. He wages war on our freedoms. He wages war on our common sense, our respectability, our, our integrity, our kindness. And instead what he does is he politicizes everything and he polarizes everything and he accuses all the Canadians of being racist. So he goes out, stirs the pot, burns massive brush fires everywhere he goes and then wants Canadians to run around like chickens with their heads cut off and never really know what's going on. That's globalism, you see. Obama did the very same thing. Obama did this and it was a common tactic. And anytime you disagree, anytime you talk about something that where it is needing logic and you question that those statements by the Liberal Party or those in opposition to Canadians. At this point, it's the Liberal Party. They're, they, they have been extreme, they, they have converted to an extremism, a cult-like mentality, and here they are accusing any Canadian, you, it doesn't matter who you are, they'll call you a racist. If you're black and you're Canadian and you're standing up for Canada, they'll call you a racist. If you're Jewish, they'll call you a racist. If you are just a devoted Canadian veteran, who cares about the freedom of Canada, you are a racist. They, it, there's no boundaries to their illogical way of going after people. And of course, they use the words often the case when you really challenge Islam, or for that matter, anything that has any radical ideology attached to it. But for this case, I'm giving the example of Islam. Islam, they will say, oh, you're Islamophobic. Suddenly, you're a, there's a phobia that's involved. Well, Islamophobia was invented by Islam, and it is to basically—it's a gag order. It's to silence people from using logical thinking, and especially Canadians. You know, Canadians don't want to be lumped in as some kind of prejudicial, uh, you know, rude ignoramus uh, that, you know, supposed white supremacist. All this garbage which is just name-calling and it's just a gag order to stop people from thinking, to logically question the government that is above them and to say, why are you guys supporting ISIS members? Why are you, why are you rewarding ISIS members with citizenship? Why are you giving money to terrorists? We know that terrorism funnels their money for further terrorist acts. But Canada doesn't care. I would have rather had a party member, I don't care if, if it was liberal or whatever, if they had given the money to Qadar, but they had done it reluctantly, and they had fought the entire way to make sure that Qadar got the least amount of money possible. But that's not how it went. Justin Trudeau dived headlong into this and gladly gave the money to the terrorist uh, individual who perpetrated horrendous acts and yet here we are as Canadians as Canadians and we're being fed in the news that amazing how Qadar is this phenomenal hero and of course through CBC who's been bought and paid for by the Liberal Party 
they are flipping out at the rebel media for calling them out on their behavior and, and, and the offensive offensive take that they've the offensive stand that they've taken the fact that they're uh, you know trying to put this Kadar fellow as a you know I don't know up on a mantle of glory is disgusting and 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 to imagine that Canadians somehow think some Canadians I'm not saying all Canadians but some Canadians actually think this is worthy of a clap this is worthy of praise this is worthy of wow CBC you're really ahead of the game you're so ahead of the you're so far ahead of the game you don't care about facts all you care about is narrative like CNN has done and uh, we've seen that happen in the states where the Russian collusion has collapsed miserably and yet here we are in Canada and we're still trying to play catch up to figure out maybe a lot of these media outlets are full of it and they have only one narrative and that's globalization and that is to take away the identity of Canada to impose a new one world order a new one world religion and to to basically cause Canadians or to push Canadians in a certain direction that Canadians do not want to go Canadians value their identity as Canadians and they want to keep it Canadian just as much as Americans who care about their country want to keep America American and here we are in Canada being horribly influenced and and being publicly shamed and mocked ridiculed for crazy stuff in fact I was debating a fellow the other day and uh, he went on to say that he was calling every conservative a Nazi he believed he actually believed this and there are a few of out there that think this way they actually believe that conservatives because they're standing up to the liberals they are Nazis see that's that's labeling if you stand up to something and you're trying to use logic and somehow you're being shamed publicly shamed and labeled suddenly every liberal who is crazy hell-bent on just following the line of emotional rhetoric instead of using logic they will try to shame you and they'll try to silence you with that shame well get used to it if you want to be a person that loves truth and adheres to facts and wants truth to prevail at all costs then get used to the name calling get used to the labels get used to being insulted get used to being mocked because it is the common thing that occurs when you oppose evil when you oppose that which wishes to find your um, that that wishes for you to have a major downfall they want to see you fall they want to see you crumble and I'm not using fear-mongering what I'm talking about is facts they do not like democracy in Canada and we're seeing this happen all over the place now I'm going to talk to you about something that I've on my wall or on my post I've, I've elaborated on this quite often I'm quite cons uh, constant about this uh, I like to to stick to facts and, and, and try to present the best to uh, Canadians about what's going on here's a great quote from Benjamin Franklin it says war is when the government tells you who the bad guy is revolution is when you decide for yourself that is profound and uh, a guy that I really do like a lot Imam Tahiti uh, 
guy has some great stuff. And he's a, he's a, a Muslim, and he he speaks out against radical Islam. And uh, I tell you, I think this guy is just brilliant. And he says, if suicide bombing was a shortcut to paradise, whoever convinced you, uh, it says whoever convinced you would have blown himself up before you. So basically saying, if he's trying to convince you to go blow yourself up for a whole bunch of virgins in paradise, he's saying, how come he hasn't done it? How come these people haven't gone out and blown themselves up? Because they don't believe it. What they do believe is causing terror because they want to inflict pain and hatred and harm and sorrow and, and grieving. And this is the party line. Now, there was uh, recently in Alberta, I mean, I'm absolutely ecstatic about this, but Jason Kenney uh, basically was victorious. I mean, we're talking landslide. And um, it was glorious, to say the least. And I'm going to read you a little segment, and this, like, this is just brilliant altogether. And it's by Jonathan Van uh, Maren. It says, It is a good morning for Alberta and a good morning for Canada. Premier Rachel Notley's accidental NDP government has been booted out of office, with Jason Kenney's United Conservative Party taking 63 seats and reducing the NDP to a mere 24. It is worth noting that Jason Kenney's achievement here has been an incredible one, going as he did from being a federal MP, securing the leadership of the Alberta Progressive Conservatives, achieve, achieving a union of the PCs and the Wild Rose Party, and then running for, for and winning the leadership of the new Conservative Party before leveling the left-wing opposition and becoming Premier of Alberta. Kenny is quite simply one of the most successful politicians in the English-speaking world. That is a huge, huge uh, statement to be said. Now, to put this in context, people, um, Jason Kenney went against massive opposition and a huge smearing campaign. And not only that, if you really look at what's going on um, right now, and it, it's so crazy because it's mirroring what happened with Donald Trump. People are desperately trying to smear Kenny. Uh, Jason Kenney's uh, appearance, uh, his, you know, whatever. It's just his, his persona, everything about him. And they're trying to cause a dissension. And they want to do almost the same, the same thing as with the Russian collusion with Donald Trump. Bring up a whole bunch of fake out, you know, accusations. Try to smear him. Try to hinder him from pursuing an active role. And of course, all of this stuff is funded. And, um, you know, they, these guys are playing as dirty as dirty can get. And it's, it's never a surprise. It honestly isn't. Um, now, here's something else that uh, came across my desk about some information. Um, let me just look at this article here. <coughs> now, um, I'm going to just share with you a tweet that I thought was brilliant. First off, Dinesh D'Souza had an amazing statement. He said, the Sri Lanka death toll is now over 200, and of course it has escalated up to 300. It involves multiple churches, a far worse terrorist attack than the one in New Zealand. Yet this is a terrorist attack against Christians. Where is the unceasing wall to wall coverage that we got on the New Zealand 
attacks. So this is about bringing context. It's about bringing some sobriety to what is happening. When it's when it involves Christians, the news is almost silent, and I mean comparative. When you look at what happens when uh, something happens to Islamic people, it is massive, massive scale of news. When the uh, hijab hoax happened, there was huge news all over the place. And then here we are, we have uh, Christians being murdered, and then what happens? Um, the news is so, it is, it is sad as to the coverage on this, that, this very thing that's happening all over the world. Christians are being murdered. We are talking at an alarming rate, people. Anyways, um, I wanted to get this update for you guys and uh, to encourage you to understand that what we are dealing with is a lot of corruption in Canada. We're dealing with a lot of issues. I also uh, want to uh, give a few little uh, information pieces. You guys can go check this out. Uh, there's a fantastic page called CO2Coalition.org. And of course, this is for all those who are questioning global warming. And it's run by a, a whole bunch of scientists, very reputable scientists, and the uh, co-founder of Greenpeace. And it's basically challenging the narrative that's being pushed in the media 24-7. And of course, that uh, narrative has got the liberals drooling because they love the idea of saying, hey, let's do a CO2 Let's do a carbon tax. And of course, that carbon tax literally has nothing to do with Canadians. When you look at who are the true perpetrators, the true per perpetrators are um, China and, and yes, even in the States, it's, it's quite high in the sense of pollution. But China is by far in the lead. And yet for some reason Canadians are being charged and punished for this all it is is a money grab it's a tax grab and this is just to make sure that they can pull every bit of money they can out of your pockets because what's happened is they're throwing so much money out into the global economy or global world uh, to fund abortions the you know to fund murdering babies and to um, support uh, terrorism uh, and, and many of these places where this money is being poured out to, we're talking about this, the top terrorist haven leading um, countries of the world. And you go look at how much the Liberal Party is pushing, how much the Liberal Party is putting this money through and how much they're donating. It is shocking and it's, it, it's almost all to terrorist haven countries. You've got to be asking yourself, what is wrong with this picture? I'm going to leave you with this very interesting statement. Um, there was, uh, hold on a sec here. Let me just let me just scroll down here. I got a, something else that's kind of important that I would like to uh, post here. Um, Trudeau, Trudeau has been basically running ads. Uh, Trudeau and the SNC uh, goons have been running ads, sexist ads, against Jody Wilson-Raymond. Of course, they want to expose her, they want to discredit her, they want to shame her, 
and say, if you're going to, basically, if you're going to screw with us, we're going to hurt you. You're going to regret doing what you did to us. And that is where we are. On a, on a small note, I want to say a, a praise report for Mark Warwa. He's, uh, he was a Langley MP out in Langley, BC, but he was uh, a great MP. And this guy was diagnosed with, um, I think it was a pancreatic cancer. But um, he asked the public to pray for him and to intervene on his behalf. And he is now been stated like because he was told he was you know he had only a short period of time to live and now that has disappeared they're giving him a, a very high high chance of a long life they're going to do an operation on his bowels and this or intestines you know so this is this is phenomenal people this is an absolute absolutely phenomenal thing that's happened so I just wanted to share that with you and um, Last but not least, I just want to challenge you to uh, look at the narratives that are coming out in the um, politosphere, as you want to call it, of Canada, and, and take notice that uh, terrorist acts are always uh, kind of played down. It's like, well, you know, that's rare. This is rare. I want you to take notice of those things because it's a narrative and it's there to say, hey, stop looking at this. Stop looking at this. And of course, you know, we saw that in Germany. We saw that in France. And then look what happened. France uh, kept sidelining it, kept trying to be super uber politically correct. And now they're dealing with nightmares about no-go zones, about terrorist acts happening all over, churches being burned. There's just ad nauseum of stuff that's occurring that's just